I can remember one particular call early in my career. There was a call of a large underage drinking party and drug party at the border of Hampshire County and Mineral County. If I remember correctly, it was just inside Hampshire County. <coughs> but regardless, so myself, one of the other younger troopers, uh, a guy by the name of Bread, and um, there was two or three deputies from from Hampshire, a couple deputies from Mineral County, one or two troops from Mineral County. Um, we all converged on this party. Uh, I think it was a Friday or Saturday evening. It's summertime. It's pretty hot out. The directions we were given uh, were spot on. Uh, we approached the scene, parked uh, just around the turn, so they couldn't see us coming. Some of us parked around the turn. The other ones pulled right into the to the front of the property because we knew when they seen the marked cruisers pulling in, people would start running. And I was with the group that parked around the the next driveway up or the next road up, pull off spot um, from the field where all the cars were parked, where the party was. When we were walking down the road, when the troops and deputies pulled into the front, into the driveway, into the party, and people started screaming and running everywhere. Well, there was probably somewhere around 200 kids. There, there were a couple adults, but I'd say the majority of them were under. When I say kids, they were under 21. They were under legal drinking age. And most of them had been drinking. Well, we finally make it down to where all these kids are at. And, uh, of course, most of them had scattered. So we start splitting up, going separate ways. So there was me, uh, Brad, and then a troop from Mineral County was there. We were all three together, and we were going around the field where these vehicles were parked. Um, and as we come around one row of cars, there's a black pickup truck sitting there. It was facing away from us. And you could see two guys leaning over the hood of it. When I say guys, they were teenage boys. Um, late teens or very early 20s. 20, 21 maybe at the most. Um, and they had some objects on the hood of the truck. We couldn't tell from a distance what they, what they had, but we suspected it was drugs. So as we start walking closer to them, they haven't seen us yet. And they're talking and we couldn't tell what they were doing, but they figured they were probably ingesting drugs or taking drugs. So as we get to a point where we can actually see what they're doing, they're leaned over and they have lines of cocaine cut on the hood of this black truck they're cutting these lines getting ready to snort them when we come around the back of the truck from two different sides and yelled at them well when they seen us they scattered they split the one guy went down if i remember correctly he went down on the end of the woods below where they were parked on the same side of the road where the party was, which is where we were at. The other guy, in turn, ran across the main road 
hurdled a barbed wire fence and went down through the woods across the road. So myself and the other two troops proceeded to um, chase that individual on foot with me being in the lead, the closest one to him. Um, six foot three, I was able to clear the fence. I didn't jump it, but I was able to straddle it and get over it pretty quickly and continue my chase down through the woods after him. However, one of my partners got hung up on the barbed wire fence. He got one leg over and got the other leg caught on the barbed wire. And it's on his classy uniform. And it's ripping the shit out of his uniform. And I'm running down through the woods chasing this guy. The other trooper from Mineral County decided there was an old road further up the top of that hill. He decided to go up that road and out that ridge, hoping that I would run this guy up the ridge. And he'd head him off. There was some couple cabins out there. I didn't know it because it was right at the border of my county and the neighboring county. And this troop knew that property better because it was in Mineral County where we were chasing this guy. So I'm chasing this guy down through a power line right away. It's summertime. It's 9, 10 o'clock at night by now. It's hotter than hell. Thick-ass foliage. Uh, underbrush. And um, I can see him running. But he's probably, at this point, he's probably 150 yards away from me. I can see him going up the next ridge. And I'm yelling at him, state police, stop, stop running. Well, as I'm running down through there, I didn't know it. I had a flashlight, but you couldn't watch the ground and watch him as well and run full bore. I ended up stiff-legging into a damn hole down there and about broke my bad hip all over again. Recovered from that. Um, pretty much almost hit my face with that. Recovered from that and proceeded to pursue this guy. Well, at that point, once I stepped into that damn, that hole, ditch, whatever the hell it was, and got my foot caught in it, it took me a minute or two to regain my composure and get back to my feet. Well, in that time frame, he was far enough ahead of me. It allowed him to slip out of my sight. And the power lines was taking a turn, and he had went off to the left of from under the power line right away into the woods, heavily wooded area. So now, you know, he's in an area where not only does it have underbrush, but there's a lot of mature trees in it as well, and forest. It's heavily forested. I'm chasing this guy. I'm trying to yell at my one partner that's hung up on the fence on the radio. He can't hear me. I can't hear him, probably because we were using old VHF piece of shit, pack rat radios, um, which once you got out of sight of somebody, more than probably, they were good for maybe sight to sight, maybe 50 yards, 75 yards, and after that, it was worthless. You couldn't get dispatch, and you couldn't get to another officer. We're talking about mountainous terrain in West Virginia. So chasing this guy, and I know he's, Took off, he veered off to the left, as best I could tell. Right, but he started veering that way right before I, I took my dive into the ditch. So I proceed chasing this guy in the general direction. I don't know where he's going. We don't have no canine available. Pretty sure we tried to get a canine that night out of Mineral County, but the canine was unavailable. And back then, you're talking 2001, 2002 in that area, there was only like one canine. Uh, I believe it was a Mineral County canine 
And the only other canine was a state police canine was in Martinsburg, two hours away. So there wasn't any canines close. So you pretty much didn't use a canine very often. So I proceeded on up the hill. And I know I've been chasing this guy for probably about a mile through the ravines, upside of a freaking hill or mountain or a hill. I get up near the top of the hill and I hear something coming from my left. Uh, probably about my 10 o'clock. And I see a flashlight. I'm like, that's one of the officers. That's one of the other officers. Well, sure enough, it was a Mineral County Troop. And we ended up linking up. And I asked him, I'm like, did you see the guy? And he's like, no. Um, so that tells me he, while he did veer toward the left, where this Mineral County Trooper was, he must have cut back to the right at some point to avoid both of us. So we lost him. So we called to search. So then it became, well, where in the hell is Brad at? Where's the other trooper at? Well, we didn't know where he was. So now we're starting to get worried. He's not answering on the radio, which didn't surprise us because we're out of range. We don't know where he's at. So we turn around. We start huffing it back toward the freaking road where this whole mess started. Um, as we get probably about 100 yards back toward the road, here he comes walking up through the woods. And obviously he looked like he was okay. Though. Then he was, his uniform was a little twisted and turned and, and dirty. And I'm like, what the hell happened to you, man? He's like, well, first I tried to jump the fence. It was too high. He was shorter than me. This, this trooper was. And he's like, then I started to climb over it like you did. Straddle it. Again, this trooper was shorter than I. The fence was probably about four, four, four and a half foot tall. And as he got one leg over, he started to bring his other leg over and it caught his uniform pants right in his, his groin area. Well, now he's stuck on a fence. There's an active foot pursuit going on. There's freaking people running everywhere in other directions. Other kids being chased by law enforcement. All kinds of shit going on. And he's stuck on a damn fence. And he can't get off. So, I guess in the his attempt to try to get off of there, it ripped his pants even worse. So he ended up with about a three or four inch rip in his Class A uniform pants, his force green uniform pants, in the interior groin area. And he got a small cut from the bob wire. Which I can't remember if he ended up getting a tetanus shot as a result of that or not. I don't think he did because I think he said he had just had a recent one. But we never did get the two guys that were snorting the coke. We did seize the drugs off the hood of the truck. Um, so then we went back toward the house where they were rounding up all the kids. Went down through the woods, rounded up some more kids. Like I said, ended up with about 150 to 200 underage drinkers and drug users. And we started running them through. And the ones that were between 18 and 20, 18 and from 18 to 20, we were we were just writing them tickets. Well, first of all, we didn't have the vehicles nor the manpower to transport them all to jail. Underage consumption back then was a fourth withable offense. Um, so, and then we knew the jail didn't have room for all of them. So we decided just to have them blow on a PBT. And if they were over the measurable amount, they got a ticket. Which out of those 150, 200, 
there was probably about 80 some 75 70 80 some tickets that troops from both counties and the deputies uh, issued to those kids from that party that night the homeowner that was present and the homeowner's son or daughter who was also an adult they were both charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor and providing alcohol to underage individuals. Um, and they were arrested later on, at a later time, with warrants. But yeah, it was a pretty eventful night. And the biggest damn party that I ever rolled in on as, as a member, a proud member of the Washington State Police in the Forest Green uniform.